On the Way Home is proudly supported by Ellis Dong Community Builders, a group formed within the Ellis Dong group of companies to assist those who wish to deliver affordable and sustainable housing by providing development management services and leveraging Ellis Dong's turnkey cradle-to-grave project capabilities. We incorporate all that a world-leading development, construction, and building services company has to offer to provide innovative and sustainable developments that connect and energize communities. Our offering is not simply a development and construction solution. It's a holistic and comprehensive approach that ensures the delivery of assets that communities can be proud of. To learn more, please visit www.communitybuilders.ellisdon.com. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil whose presence on these lands continue to this day. Welcome to another episode of On The Way Home. I am Michael Braithwaite from Blue Door. And today I am joined by a new colleague, uh, Emmy Kelly from Blue Door. She is our COO from Blue Door. And uh, she has graciously come in to help us out today, share her expertise, and be a great host on the way home. Kelly, Kelly, Emmy, Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me. And we are really looking forward to um, chatting today with with a special guest. Um, I'm proud to be working at Blue Door and grateful for this opportunity too to be on the podcast because it's an opportunity to highlight the work that people are doing, um, innovating around housing and ending homelessness. And that's really what the work of our organization is as well. So excited for this conversation. Yes, yes. And just before we get to the guests, what's happening at Blue Door right now? I know there's a lot going on. Any highlights? Um, you're right. There's lots happening, um, specifically because Omicron has hit really hard. It's hit a number of our staff as well as clients. Um, so the team has been working hard to innovate and change up programs to keep everyone safe during this time. Along with that, we've been experiencing a lot of growth um, and so we have all sorts of exciting new innovative projects in the pipelines, um, including more transitional units uh, for our clients. We're continuing to keep people in emergency housing, especially during these very prolonged cold, cold weather alerts um, and a lot of other great programs uh, in our three strategic pillars of housing, health and employment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the, the cold weather right now uh, across our country if it wasn't enough that our most vulnerable are being hit and our staff uh with COVID 19 the new new uh, uh, variant we're also being hit with layers and layers of snow which of course makes uh, getting into work and for mo the most vulnerable who may still be outside uh dangerous conditions but this podcast today we have an exciting guest i want to tell you all about our friend mariana gallo uh marianne is mariana is the program lead for World Habitat Awards World Habitat. Uh, Mariana is originally from Argentina and currently lives in the Netherlands. She's been involved in the world, the work of World Habitat since 2012 in different capacities. 
so about 10 years. So this allowed her to learn from inspiring housing initiatives across the world and sparked her passion to continue supporting people to access decent housing. She has a background in international development and communications, where she focuses on innovation, knowledge transfer, and housing. She studied in Scotland, England, Brazil, and her native country, Argentina. She has previously worked in development and housing in Argentina, the UK, Kenya, uh, and Malawi. Mariana, welcome to On The Way Home. Thank you, Michael, and thank you, Emmy. I'm very happy to be here. So, yeah, great to, to have this invitation. That's a pretty incredible bio you have there. <laughs> I'm actually half from the Netherlands, so, so we'll catch up sometime around what's going on there. Um, but, you know, one thing that I find so interesting is that um, many of the people who work in this sector have a very personal experience um, with housing or homelessness. And so I guess our first question we wanted to ask you, what does home mean to you? Yeah, that's a, a really great question. Um, I think it has so much to do with the work that we do, but also, as you said, the personal history. In my case, I've uh, relocated to different countries um, seven times in my life. So home is a, it's, it's a different, I think, concept to, to a lot of people. And I would say for me, home is where you can... Uh, be near or have the things that you care about the most, right? So for me, it's my son. So here I'm able to be near him and to do the job that I love. Um, so really grateful to have that, um, that opportunity here. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, why don't we talk about World's Habitat a bit, um, where you work. Can you tell us a little bit about the organization and its work? Yes, of course. Uh, I think World Habitat is a very unique organization. And I think many people would say that about their, <laughs> their organization, but I think we, I'm convinced that we truly are, to be honest. We have a very small but very inspiring team. Um, but also it's about our commitment to sharing good ideas and good practice in housing. We have um, you had some of my colleagues here before in, in the podcast, so you know a little, hopefully people will know a little bit more, but we have uh, programs that focus on endless, end, ending homelessness, another program that focuses on supporting community-led housing, and then the program where I work, which is the World Habitat Awards, which covers a wide variety of housing issues and is all about inspiring people to to share those solutions with with those that need them the most we are very independent and and we really work very hard to help more people access those ideas and i think that's really unique and and very interesting yeah it's incredible i mean i think uh people always talk about innovation and originality and innovation does not mean that it's a brand new, fresh idea that someone hasn't done before. It really is uh, maybe new to your area or new to your organization. And groups like World Habitat provide you know the opportunity, as you said, access across the world to hey, this this is what uh, where great work is happening. Here's how they did it, and maybe others can borrow that and, and strike up that conversation and do something similar uh, in their area. So you provide that platform, which is incredible. Now, listen across the world right now we are in the thick of award season but i'm not talking about um 
I'm not talking about the Oscars, and we're way past the Emmys, except for the Emmy on this show. <laughs> but we are talking about the World Habitat Awards that are coming up. Uh, what what can you tell us about the World Habitat Awards? What are they all about? Uh, you know, why were they started? And, and hey, um, and give us the inside track. What do you look for in a sure winner? <laughs> yes, um, I wish we were so glamorous as those the other ones that you mentioned. But <laughs> the reality is that we are as exciting, I would like to think. Um, the World Habitat Awards started over 35 years ago, and um, it was originally a partnership with UN Habitat, which we continue uh, until today. But originally, they were developed for a short period of time. Uh, it worked so well that uh, we decided to continue them. And you can imagine how different it was, right? 35 years ago, when we were trying to uh, get uh, submissions from all other countries. Uh, luckily, nowadays my job is much easier, so I don't have to deal with with fax and and phone calls. But we can we can use email and stuff. But basically, yeah, we have a very long um, trajectory on the these thirty five years working with our main partner, which is UN Habitat, on the awards. We, as I said, more like we do as an organization. We look for innovative solutions, which as you very well described, Michael, is not about an idea that is completely new, but perhaps ideas that have worked in other places and sometimes people can twist them to fit a different context. But also we are looking at um, uh, different ideas that can are looking to promote the right to housing, so that are inclusive, that are affordable, and also more importantly than uh, other things nowadays also that uh, we're looking for things that address the climate emergency and again this can look very different from one project to the other how they do that but we are convinced that this is something that we can't uh, not look into so the more and more uh, we are trying to see how the projects that apply are looking at, at um, environmental or sustainability issues as well so those will be my tips for those that are um, interested in applying. The awards are one way to, to get sort of international visibility and recognition, but also we walk the walk when it comes to uh, helping promote these ideas. And what we do is we work with those that win a gold award for a whole year to help them transfer those approaches to other places. I think that's what makes the World Habitat Awards very different to other awards that are there that we really put a lot of, um, invest a lot on those winners um, and try to work with them for some time to help them expand uh, and extend the reach and their impact. That That is pretty incredible and, you know, you'll likely have us going for one of the awards soon. Um, I think, like you said, it's it's a great opportunity to to um, provide visibility to groups that are doing such a great job and help to extend their reach. Um, just recently, you announced the 2021 winners, and I wanted to ask you about one winner, introducing community land trusts in continental Europe. Do you think you can tell us a little bit about this project and why it was a winner? Yes, of course. I'm, um, I'm glad to talk about them. They are s such an inspiring organization and such an inspiring project. So very happy that they have been chosen as winners and I'm very happy that we will be working together this year. 
Um, CLBT, that's the name of the organization behind it, Community Land Trust Brussels. Um, they have achieved, well, many things, but for us, what is absolutely incredible is that they have managed to, they are managing to provide affordable housing in what is one of the hottest housing markets in Europe, in Brussels. Um, they work with groups that are uh, very diverse, so the majority of the residents have a migrant uh, background and uh, usually would not afford to be in Brussels if it wasn't because of this project. So they are the kind of groups that are usually pushed out of the big cities. Um, so they have managed that through also an, a very strong partnership with the government that is allowing them to do this. But also I wanted to mention that for us, Outdoor Habitats, they are a bit of a success story for our work. So I was talking about how we've been running the awards for, for 35 years and in 2009, I think it was, um, we had given a, a, an award to a CLT project in, in the US and as a result of that, we took a group of people to see um, uh, this project and CLTV was amongst them and there they learned about CLTs they were convinced that that was a good model for them and they decided to implement it in Brussels so from the Champlain Housing Trust in Burlington Vermont in the US to Brussels it took a long way and, and of course there were a lot of other things had to happen in the meantime but we are really happy to have been part of that trajectory for them today to be able to run this project in uh, in Brussels but also another important very important thing about them is uh, they are incredibly committed to helping other groups as well in Europe the, the same way that they were helped or exposed to this model they are doing the same for others in in Europe so that's really inspiring and, and sort of everything we are looking for in a project. So yeah, that's, that's CLTV. That's incredible. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, Complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Yeah, very, very cool. And, you know, hopefully we could, you know, continue that um, path forward, right? So we they learned from the U.S. over to Brussels, maybe over to Canada, I might say, because we're we talk a lot in this show about community land trusts because we look at paths into affordable housing. Uh, land trusts are, are really a huge uh, way forward, and it keeps housing for the long term in a trust, uh, so it's not just a, a kind of a flash in the pan. Uh, we're working right now um, in York Region, which is north of Toronto in Ontario, Canada, to, to do something similar. So that's why we're very excited. But also on this podcast, you know, like World Habitat, the idea is to share, create awareness, education, and share ideas that are working around the world. So I'm sure people will be eager to dig into that a little more, as we will. We'll be in contact, too, as we set ours up. 
Um, so that was one of the winners, but there are some great, great ideas of things happening. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the other winners? Yeah, of course, we have a, a variety, let's say. So I'm sure people will find something that they, they can relate to and, and elements of, of many different things in, in this mix of a brilliant group of, of winners. Uh, our other gold winner is a project advocating for the right to housing in Lebanon. It's called Housing Monitor. They also got a gold award last year. We also have a project supporting uh, victims of domestic abuse uh, in England called the Winner Group uh, and the project in Bhutan that is promoting comprehensive community development more in rural areas, starting by addressing the housing needs of people. So um, the project in Bhutan and the project in, in the UK got silver awards, two really amazing projects as well, but very different as you can hear. We have on our bronze winners, we have two projects that are uh, focused on post-disaster reconstruction. One in Indonesia called uh, ARCOM, uh, the, the name of the organization, and another one in Mexico called Proyecto Vaca. We have a project addressing the issue of lack of sanitation in informal settlements in Argentina called Modulo Sanitario. And I think that, yeah, another one uh, that is about affordable and incremental housing for low-income uh, workers in the U.S. called Micasita. So you can see there is a wide variety of, of issues. Of course, some of them have things in common. And one of the things we are doing soon is to bring them all together to help them um, connect and learn from each other. And in, in these cases, I usually find that there are more things in common than you can, uh, that you would guess, which is really also nice to see. Okay, so here's what I've learned so far. No red carpet. However, there are some incredible <laughs> things that happened in 2021. Gold and silver winners, including one in your hometown in Argentina, which is very, very cool. I'm sure close to your heart. But let's talk about 2022. We've got a new award season coming up. Uh, I think you can apply up to March 14th of this year. Uh, what are we looking for this year? What are you looking for in a winner? Um, and, you know, can anyone apply? What are, what are the rules? Um, yes, anyone can apply as long as you have any sort of project that is related to housing. And uh, it's also important to know that we receive applications in uh, English, Spanish and French. So we try to get as many uh, people as possible. I wish we could work in more languages, but that's our <laughs> we have our limitations as well in that respect. Basically, uh, we are looking for housing solutions that are innovative. We would like people to have that interest in sharing because that's our added value. So if you are doing something and you're interested in share that, sharing that ideas um, with others, then uh, that is the place for you. But also as a way to get recognition for there's so many people across the world doing really amazing work and working really hard with very little resources. And we found that sometimes this kind of thing can get them uh, the visibility and the recognition they deserve. I also wanted to mention that sometimes uh, people are very modest and they think, oh, well, you know, this is for super duper projects. And we do invite people to apply even if they think they won't be able to win. 
for two reasons. One, because they might, <laughs> and two, because we also provide feedback along, along the way of the competition. So also you might learn some things about your project from the many experts that we work with that can also be useful, even if you don't get the awards, it might be useful for your own uh, growth and, and reflection as an organization or as, as a project. I love this. It sounds like World Habitat is really embracing the concept of the strength of diversity as well as collective impact. Um, so much of what you're talking about really resonates as we continue to work to solutions for the future. Um, Mariana, I just want to ask, where can people go to apply and what's involved? I know we're getting detailed here, but I'm sure there's <laughs> listeners who would love to know. Yes, no, that's, that's a good point. Um, I also should have mentioned that at the first stage in the, in the competition, we only ask for relatively basic information of the project. So we want to make it as easy as possible for people to get the work into our attention. When we then spot and start selecting which are the best ones, then we do ask a lot of questions and do a lot of research. But initially, if you're not sure, you can just go on the website, on our website. You can see there the questions that we ask are already laid out. Um, you can present your project. If you have any questions, you can email us as well. And then when we receive all the submissions, we start selecting and we go back to people and, and ask more questions where we need clarifications or the things that we think might be more interesting to, we ask them to provide more info, etc. So everything is, should be quite clear on our website. And we also have a contact email address there for, for people to get in touch if they have any any questions, sometimes people ask, you know, I'm not sure, I, you know, this is a good moment for us to apply and we can advise them. Sometimes it's worth waiting a little bit more until the project is developed. Sometimes we just um, as I, I tell them to, to come in as they are. That's awesome. So can I guess that, you know, people who want to check the work of previous winners or to find out about the awesome work of World Habitat. Would they go to your website as well, or is are there other resources they should check out? And if the website, do you want to share that with everyone? Sure. Um, our website has information, very detailed information in some cases, of um, winners for the past 35 years. So you should be working in housing. You should be able to find something there that is of interest is um, www.world.habitat.org um, and we have there the submission form for the awards but also a database of all the previous winners and finalists of uh, 35 years which is an, an amazing source of information for anyone working in the sector so at the moment it's slightly different difficult to navigate but we're working on that and uh, but we hope that people can really make use of that we know that many people do uh, but it's there for yeah for helping people in other places to to take some of those ideas very very cool now you apply march 14th is the deadline for anyone applying uh when do we find out when are the winners announced actually like how far after that is it the 15th of march or i assume it's a little further down no <laughs> It's actually the end of a year, so uh, something that I should have said about our competition is that it's very um, 
it has a very good reputation because we have so many stages and so many experts involved which means that from when you submit your project between now and, and March 14th, um, then from then on we take over and we work so hard in assessing and bringing people to, to look at these projects that we end up uh, at the end of the year announcing the winners. So throughout the year, if your project moves forward in the competition, we'll be contacting you, maybe even visiting those projects and trying to find as much information as possible. At the end of the year, we announce the winners and then we move on to the next cycle and to work with those uh, gold winners to help them uh, promote their initiatives. So you get to work with us for about two years, at least. Oh, very cool, very cool. Uh, last question, is there a trophy? And uh, if so, how big? There is a trophy, it's a trophy, it's a beautiful one, um, it's quite big actually, we usually carry it on the plane and we always have a bit of a hassle with it, and then give it to the very happy uh, trophy recipient and they, yeah, they have to take it home, but they do in a, in a happy way. There's a trophy, there's a monetary prize, and we usually invite gold winners to attend an international event and receive the trophy in their hand in front of a global audience, which is also wow. a nice, nice uh, bonus. That way you that can is... avoid carrying it on the plane, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is so much better than an Oscar. I think you're underselling the beginning. Who needs red carpets? Uh, I'm hoping the kind of trophy it is, you can drink champagne out of it in celebration. But hey, <laughs> thank you so much, Mariana, for coming on, for telling us about these awards. Listen, I encourage everyone to apply. We have some great stuff happening across Canada and around the world. And as you said, I think sometimes people think, oh, you know, it's, it's not really a big deal. But let's celebrate these big deals and share them uh, around the world. And that's really how we're going to make some inroads into preventing ending homelessness. Uh, thank you so much uh, for Absolutely. sharing all that information and for joining the show today and for what you do. Uh, world Habitat Awards are amazing and it's great to know they're out there. Thank you very much. I do hope we receive a lot of submissions from Canada and maybe in, in a year's time I can be talking about them with you again. Thank you, Thank you, Michael. You're always welcome back to talk about the 2022 winners. Thank you for your time. Wow. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Emmy, I don't know about you, but I'm uh, already, I've got a bunch of ideas percolating in my head around submissions we can make for this award. And if we get, like, listen, let's just say we are successful. You know that trophy will be beside me in every Zoom call and every meeting for the next five to ten years, right? We'll have to fight. Share. <laughs> no, share that's amazing we'll work. Copies. I really yeah, love how they're highlighting um, just so many different organizations and the work. It's not like a certain cookie cutter type of thing that you have to do or be to apply. No, right? And different things work in different parts of the world, like you said. Or you could take an idea, you could tweak it a little bit, and it might work a little differently for that area. But she said, look through the archives. 35 years, did she say, of, of this work? Yeah. You know, think of all the ideas in there. There's something for everyone. Check it out on the World Habitat site. Uh, and March 14th is the deadline. Uh, get your, it's a pretty simple start. There's more involvement afterwards if you make it to different stages. But, hey, I, I encourage, there's some great stuff happening. We've had great guests on the show talking about some of those ideas. 
whether it's 3D printed homes uh, or community land trusts. Um, lots of great things happening. Let's get some of those Canadian ideas in there. Uh, and so we can have some great award winners to share throughout the world. What do you think? Absolutely. This is exciting. Let's do it. Well, listen, Emmy, one last thing. When she said Brussels and she was talking about that community land trust there, I thought of what is known, the, the guy that is known as the Muscles of Brussels. Do you know who that is? Any guesses? No, Michael, I'm terrible at this stuff. A great opportunity <laughs> to highlight that. Although my sister was born in Brussels, I have no idea who. Is she muscular? Yeah, to. No, it's no, not, it's she's not her. Tiny. <laughs> that's, that's your first guess. It's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger is known as the Muscles from Brussels. Oh, boy. I that's Marianna bad. knew that for sure. All right. Well, listen, another great guest and a great co host. Emmy, thank you so much for your time and talent. We will see everyone next time on the way home. Take care. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 